Why would anyone leave the helicopters now? I said to myself, staring at a promo poster for the Backyard Baby's sophomore album, Total 13, which hung on the wall of the now-defunct Toronto punk rock record store, Full Blast. The Backyard Babies from Nehua, Sweden, are a rock and roll quartet who, along with the helicopters from Stockholm, helped ignite the Scandinavian rock revival of the 1990s. Backyard Babies guitarist Andreas Tyrone Svensson, a.k.a. Dragon, co-founded both bands and was playing in both bands until mounting schedules from either side forced a decision. Ultimately, he chose to leave behind the growing fanfare and stateside interest of the helicopters to build it up again with his childhood buddies in the Backyard Babies. Definitely admirable, but as someone who was chasing the opportunity to make this rock thing more than just a hobby, it was baffling to me. In the mid to late 90s, garage rock was a thriving underground with bands like the New Bomb Turks, Teen Generate, The Oblivions, The Makers, The Devil Dogs, Rocket from the Crypt, The John Spencer Blues Explosion, The Super Suckers, and The Helicopters at the top of the heap. Of course, this scene eventually died down, but not before bands like The Hives and The White Stripes achieved overground success. When it comes to Scandinavia's contribution, what started with the helicopters, Glucifer, and the Backyard Babies continues to thrive and churn out bands today like Graveyard, Kamchatka, Freefall, Bombus, Horizont, Witchcraft, Crystal Caravan, and Bullet, while Denmark's Volbeat pretty much owned the rock scene in the United States. When we ended up playing with the Helicopters for their U.S. debut at the CMJ Music Festival in 1998, on the eve of their third release, Grande Rock, the lineup to get into the show snaked around the nightclub. Midway into their set, a friend leaned over to me and yelled, They're missing their key guy. He meant Dragon. Having only seen his picture on the back of the Super Shitty to the Max Helicopters album and the Total 13 promo poster, I didn't really know what he meant, but still the question lingered with me. Why would anyone leave the helicopters now? Flash forward three years later to 2001, where we found ourselves on our first European tour playing the Malmo City Festival with none other than the Backyard Babies. Now was my chance to see what was worth passing up the elusive wave of tastemaker approval and helicopters hype. It took me only three minutes for me to understand. Here I was thinking Dragon's decision to leave the helicopters, however commendable, was ill-advised and presumptuous, only to realize it was probably the best move he ever made. I watched with mouth agape as the backyard babies tore through their set, churning out airtight hard rock, the kind of hard rock that makes you hum while you let it kick your ass. Each member locked in a unified beat with hair whipping to and fro, veins bulging and faces in blissful grimace. And there was Dragon, near airborne, with charisma shooting out like the stars one sees after getting punched in the face. He was Johnny Thunders, Iggy Pop, Angus Young, Nikki Six, and Ace Freely all mashed together. He was spellbinding. A few weeks later, we found ourselves sharing a tour bus with the Backyard Babies across Europe, supporting them supporting their Making Enemies is Good album. We didn't know each other past seeing each other's set, and here we were for six weeks, 
in the closest of quarters on a stinky rock bus. What could have been the worst experience of my life turned into quite possibly the best tour we've ever done. The camaraderie established on this tour continues to this day. Beyond the music itself, rock and roll has always stood for freedom to me. Its lead characters embody this freedom the music only attempts to describe. So huge are these personalities that often one name is all they need. It's understood that Elvis was king, but whether people know it or not, the title of king has long been superseded by Jimmy, Keith, Ozzy, Angus, Lemmy, and Iggy. Even though it's hard to accept, as each of these figures move further away from their golden years and closer to their twilight years, the inevitable search to find their heirs apparent slowly begins. However, we live in a world now where being an individual is sold to the masses in convenient starter kits, where tattoo sleeves are as pedestrian as a new hat or a new pair of pants. It's getting hard to differentiate the genuine articles from the impersonators when everything we know and hold dear inevitably gets co-opted, appropriated, gentrified, and codified. Luckily, after being able to stay above water for almost 20 years in the music biz, my bullshit detector is fit enough to wade through the most cunning of posers and capable enough to discern bona fide successors from the black market knockoffs. And it's long been discussed, but now accepted, that Dragon be included in the rock and roll roll call of its luminaries. The last time Dragon appeared on this podcast, episode number 54, back in 2013, he was poised to release his first solo album, and was very excited to start on his new journey as a solo artist. His self-titled autobiography was about to be released, and the world of the Backyard Babies seemed comfortably distant in the rearview mirror. Now, two years later, the Backyard Babies have returned, batteries recharged with revitalized verve and energy. I caught up with Dragon while both our bands played at the Hurricane Festival in Germany this past summer to talk about the Babies' return and their new album, 4x4, to be released August 28th. I want to thank Skullcandy Headphones and Blue Mic Microphones for supporting this podcast. This podcast supports Chino Loco's restaurants for making fish burritos stuffed with chow mein noodles. And thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode on either iTunes or SoundCloud. Please leave a rating or a review on the iTunes store too, if you can. Only if you can. Here we go. Dragon, lead guitarist of the Backyard Babies, rock and roll warrior, an all-around great guy is this episode's guest on the official Danko Jones podcast, and it starts now. The Danko Jones podcast is the best around. They play the kid as Danko's crew will tell them for free. I'm so glad I like to sometimes give me in from fucked up. Stop playing hangs out now. I thought Danko was crazy when he told me he was from the planet Zob, but when he showed me his spaceship, I had to take a trip in it. We traveled through the solar system for what seemed like 10 years, visiting planets and battling alien races. I even reared a few alien families. <laughs> when we got back to Earth, I realized that the 10-year space trip only took a few minutes back on Earth. Danko and I had some crazy times together. Neat Kloop Blot. You might not know what that means, but Danko does. Login protocol initiated. 
Sequencing algorithm interface. The official Danko Jones podcast uploaded. Listen with caution. Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. Danko Jones has a podcast. It's called the Danko Jones podcast. La da 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 da. La da 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 da. So you're hanging out. We're hanging out at the back of the f- back of our bus. I got Dragon from the Backyard Babies here. It's midsummer. This is I just Instagrammed a picture of you and Peter, two of my favorite Swedes spending midsummers. Uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. It's uh, it's great, and it's actually uh, it's midsummer weather. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, it's pretty crappy, actually. I've heard that all through the spring and summer, it's been shit weather in Sweden. Yeah, it's been, well, not shit, not really rainy shit, but it, it's been colder cold. than, yeah, cold. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but hopefully it's going to last, the summer lasts September out instead, you know. So the last time you were on the podcast, we did it in a restaurant. We The only podcast episode we ever did in a restaurant, and you were on the eve. You had just played us your new album. Unreleased. We got a special. We, me and JC got. We played on it. We were all fucking hyped. It was fucking just about to be released. And you went on tour as a singer guitarist. So tell me about that. Fucking. Yeah, yeah, no, it's my life. Yeah, no, but it, 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 it was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was tough and fun. Um, I had a great band, you know, like a great live band, and and it was just a, a great experience, you know. Where'd you get, where'd you, who, who's in the band? Anyone? It, it, it's a, a drummer called Hooks Nettermann, which is, a, well, they're all Swedish. Uh, an amazing drummer and, and a, a youngster on guitar, which I'm uh, announcing now. I think it's going to be the new Randy Rhodes, or a 23 year old guitar player. Half Italian, half Swedish, called Michel Santunione. Uh, related to the the guy, if you remember, a man called ba- Electric Electric Boys. There's oh, a there's shit. a there's a rhythm guitarist called Franco Santunione. So that's his brother's son. Because I think so I there. there is a connection between Electric Boys, Michael Monroe, and you. Yeah. Mm. Or Hanoi Rocks. No, yeah, because yeah, because Connie was in the new version of, of Hanoi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I met the singer, the lead singer, sitar guitar player. Yeah. Backstage at one of our shows with you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Connie. Yeah. So, that, so oh, so he, this this son of the Electric Boys. No, well, the the uh, the, the, the well, the bro- his brother's son. This oh, is okay. Uh, yeah. But he's in the family. This guy's a shredder. Yeah, yeah, he's a shredder, but you know, in, in a good taste. So you know, he he is he's a youngster. Uh, he's super technical, but you know he. Uh, he also understands what I like, what, you know, you know, guitarist like, you know, old school. He's young, but he's like an old guy. He, un- he understands everything from, you know, fucking Jimi Hendrix to Jimmy Page. He loves, like, Johnny Thunders. He un- understands, like, well, even, you know, Kurt Cobain's just, n- you know, the noisy shit that I love. Yeah. Uh, but then they, he also loved, like, you know, Blackmore and all that. He So, so yeah. how is it, how is it now... As a solo artist, um, taking on this like up-and-coming guitar player, who's you see as like a star guitarist, 
a lot of people see you as the star guitarist in the Backyard Babies. Now you've taken the front position. Was there some sort of weird? How'd you feel? Nah, like, but you know, to him the solos. Nah, well, you, yeah, well, you know, well, I didn't really do that. I took most. He was more or less a, a rhythm, <laughs> rhythm guitarist. But no, yeah, yeah, but he was just, uh, you know, he backing me up because he was like a lot of. You know, for me, the hard part was not playing the guitar. It was right, right. it was to sing fucking verses. You know, I'm normally you know I got an image just like okay chorus and then you I play and it's like yeah. fuck I got to do this. Why did I write this fucking riff? Oh. I can't sing it. Fuck, you know? dude. Yeah, I know. That's my life. Every yeah. time I go on stage. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, but nobody. You know, it was good for me. For the the ego dragon, you know, and for my kind of um, I don't know, you know, it was just a great experience, and also that I can <clears throat> now, you know, for the future, I know that I can do it, you know, because uh, so gonna... I I was terrified, like when we started to rehearse, I was like, fuck, I'm gonna, you know, like see, you know, for me, for me, it was the you know the singing part that was hard. Uh, and then you know I was kind of like so I have now I have a uh, you know uh, a love hate relationship to the mic still but because you had that yeah I know I remember, ta I remember talking to you while you guys were on tour with us yeah and I and you told me yeah. you don't want to be married to the mic no I know it buddy and I you felt that, had that yeah it was kind of like that you know now as well you know all the fucking like the fun parts with the guitar moves and shit. Yeah. You know, I felt like a stripper Bruh. on that strip pole. On the pole. <laughs> on the pole. <laughs> Which was fun too, you know, but you know, I kind of like both worlds. But then, um, you know, and, and this, this tour took me to, you know, like uh, two Scandinavian tours, one full European tour. I did together with Imperial State Electric. We did a double headline tour all that's around a, Europe. That's a wicked bill. Yeah, it was great. And we actually shared bus, and we shared backline, and we shared crew. And five minutes before loading, we flipped a coin of who was headlining, so it oh, could be so either. Cool. It was so kind of cool. cool because we, not even us, did know until loading what what you know band. So we didn't, you know. So everybody, the fans were there. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Now, so, was there a? I never saw the tour, so was there like a kind of a reunion at the end with you? And yeah, you yeah, we did. You know, you know if I was headlining, he came up and joined. We did like a yeah, gotta get some action, Helicopter Soul Seller, nice. and some covers. You know, yeah, yeah, it was good. It was great. That's fucking awesome. But then he took me to Japan, you know, and then you know I did the whole festival summer. But then we, me and Nikki and Peter, started actually to talk during the summer about. Start playing together. Uh, start well, at least start writing a new Back Your Babies album. What would prompt you from that? Because from what where I was standing, where we were all watching this go down, me and JC, mm. uh, I thought the the solo album was really well received, and you're getting mm. like a really successful on it. What would prompt you to go back to the Backyard Babies at this point in time rather than follow up with a, a second solo album and establish yourself as a bona fide solo artist? Mm, well, you know, I, I, I can feel it, you know, we, we kind of like, it's in me, I had to do it, you know, uh, I miss the other guys playing, yeah. I miss like mostly not maybe, not so much maybe in the... the Recording a solo album was more uh, like fun in the studio in a way because it was more playful, you know. Like, I felt that. I yeah. felt you were having a great time yes. doing shit you were never able to do. Yeah, 
And now with Black Eyed Babies, it's very, it's back to the, you know, kind of. But on the other hand, we haven't played together for five years. So for the first time, it was really joyful to, you know, we started to, you know, on the, we had, we have like one or two songs on the new album that were riffs that we were working on already. On, on the you know back in the day one oh, of the yeah that we found it's like this is fucking great why did we rate this but it was back in 2009 before we took that break we were so tired of being back our babies and the sound and doing that same fucking so we were trying to you know find new ways you know but then you know when we had a break and I can you know relax and see you know even you know listen to back your babies as you know you know, not as a fan, but just to, to try to understand what what, what I uh, and and what we in the band are you know like with the band and why the, the you know the fans think that Backyard Babies are fucking great. To understand that it's it's kind of like oh yeah yeah this is you know so when we started to write new riffs, typical Backyard Babies riff. Again, it was really fun to play that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so so I would I would imagine that. You know, once the cycle of this Backyard Babies album is over, yeah, you're gonna be ready to go new solo and do your new solo. That's yes, I'm yes. guessing that. Yes, right? yeah, yeah. Are the guys in the band aware of this? Yeah, yeah. They know. Yeah, right? yeah. It's all cool. Yeah, it's all cool. You know. So that's actually pretty cool because I was I was really happy for you when when we were in the studio and yeah. you were you were, I could feel the energy and me and JC we left the studio. Yeah. Um. Wanting to start to write our new record. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I was like, "Fuck, let's just go home and start writing," because we were yeah. so energized. By yeah, it. oh, it was thank really you. cool. Yeah, no, no yeah, no, but you guys made it happen too. And, and for me now, it, it was also important, even though because it wasn't just that you know, I need to have Danko Jones on this. You know, it's more. It was more like the, the people that I invite. I, it's hardly no guests on the album. You know, because for me it was really important not to have, you know, singer just, to, I don't know, to show myself that I can do this. I play all the guitars, I sing, you know, I yeah. do the whole fucking thing. But on the other hand, I've done that now. So I'm thinking of maybe doing my next album. I don't know, it's still in my head, but right. maybe to do it more like a project with, you know, different singers or right. guitarists, bass players, you know. Uh, well, like I'm, I, now you have this, you've established this, this, this uh, platform, you can do it. Yeah, yeah. You have a, yeah. a and everyone's cool. Yeah, and, and you know, it's kind of like Nikki's working with the radio as well as we're doing here. I bumped into, that's yeah. when I found out you guys were back together. I was yeah. doing interviews and uh, I went to his station. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, yeah, me, Dragon, and Peter, we're getting, yeah. Johan, we're getting back together, we're yeah. writing songs. It's not a full-time job, but it's like, a, he works like one day a week, I think it is. He has his own show and stuff, and he enjoys doing that, you know. And um, Peter is taking, you know, with ca- you know, photos and cameras. I think that Backyard Baby is going to be more, you know, um, let's say this year up until next summer just like bang 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 go on tour really the album's coming out now uh, August 28th it's called 4x4 um, an ama- it's an amazing album so I've heard one track that you oh yeah this the single is out since on your week. Facebook or yeah. Instagram or something 13 like or nothing yeah yeah and it sounds exactly where you guys were were picking up yeah uh, picking up like yeah the time, the five years, six years that have gone by, it just doesn't 
No, but, but I mean, it, it, it's it's great to be back with the guys, but it's it's just that, you know, this is in a positive way I'm saying this, but it's still, like, I mean, it's exactly the same fucking four idiots that's, you know, since fucking 1989, you know. Well, JC was like, he went up to uh, Johan this morning, or whenever. The yeah, yeah, yeah. How's the tour going? And then Johan's like, ah, same old stuff, this happened, this happened, this happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, of course it is, man. Yeah, it's, like, it's just like... It's about your babies. Yeah, so... so and, you know, but, but on the other hand, like, uh, during this five years, now everybody's kind of like, you know, have family, got kids, are married and stuff, but it's not that, you know, that, like, the, the belief we have with this band is exactly the same as when we started back in 1989. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, we got fucking cars with, you know, the children, what do you call it, stools or chairs inside <laughs> of it, you know, uh, coming to rehearsals, and, you know, when we started rehearsals, we came on fucking bicycles and mopeds, you know, because right. we were 15. But, you know, like, the let's say, like, the my top 20 albums or 30 uh, or Peter's, Nick and Johan's you know it's not that we are oh my god did we listen to this you know when we were 15 oh I'm so embarrassed that I was there you know you know it's for us it's kind of like maybe we were extremely narrow minded but you know for me it's my you know those 30 albums is albums yeah. that I still love you know yeah. and, and so we don't you know and during this five years it's not that you know, that Peter has, you know, he's still a great drummer, but, you know, he joined the Islamic State and he's going to war, and, you know, or, or someone's been super Christian or something. Like, it's just, we, it's just that, like, the mindset is just that, as, you know, and, and Nick is sober, thank God. No, but I mean, in, in a good way, you know, he's been sober for six years now. Yeah. And you know, uh, which is great for him, and he, he, you know, he's happy. Yeah. And um, he doesn't need to do horses. He rides horses now. Or yeah, something? yeah, yeah. I saw something yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. Where he's got. Is, his, is he a, is he a jockey or something? No. Yeah. Well, he. I don't know what you call it. He jumps fucking things. Oh, I mean. like those equestrian. Yeah, he's things? like a fucking the new Sable McCain of Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> is that his main like? The, he's got the radio. He's got the horses. Yeah, and I guess it's like third, a, you know, backyard. yeah. Instead of you know hitting nightclubs and shit, you yeah, know, right. he's hitting the stable. Yeah. Uh, no, I've I've seen Nikki. Yeah. You know when. Yeah. When no, but in, in, but, in his all his glory. I've yeah, seen yeah, 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 yeah. Like, holy shit, man! This yeah, guy is not about his raging. He's full on as always. Full on, whether yeah, yeah. it's drinking or yeah. horses or radio. Yeah. When I went to the station. I saw him, and yeah. then we, we chatted a bit, and then he left. Yeah. And all the DJs were like, "This guy comes in, he's got all his notes. Yeah, he's more professional than all the quote-unquote professional DJs. Yeah. He's yeah. got it all. Yeah. And then I, I think a lot of people don't know this about Nikki, but when we shared a bus together, yeah, Nikki, Nikki had everything, like everything's in place. With yeah, Nikki. yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's a, that's a good thing, and I think that. That maybe was a part of, uh, you know, uh, it might be some kind of a, you know, we all have some kind of diagnose, I think, you know, so, so maybe, <laughs> oh, totally. no, 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 but I mean, it, so maybe that was, you know, like the, the kind of like drugs and drinking part was also a, a way of him to let those things right. go, you know, because right. he loves places in one and then he could right. just like, fuck it, you know, right. but now he's accepted that he, you know, my places, I like, well, my places are in order and now, yeah. you know. Like now they are now they're fucking in order. Oh, this is like 
oh, this is like if they yeah. have it here, he'll quietly yeah move it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's cool. but I mean, it's, it's the same for me. So I mean, I guess that we are in the middle of like the. It's still, you know, organized chaos. It's been all the way, but now I guess it's, uh, you know, you know when when we're rehearsing like you know lunch until six it's, it's not anymore like a couple of years you know ten years ago it could be like well where is that have anybody seen Johan he's been gone for three days now you know everyone's like yeah it's kind of like we're gonna show up at that time when we said it. We, right. it's gonna happen now right. it's more kind of like organized but but so so I, I'm a happy camper you know like because it's it's you know I got like you know two worlds in a way you yeah. know because I, because I, I, I thought that maybe I'm gonna hate this solo thing. It's like now never, you know, because I love being in a band too. But I also love the thing with being like, like in charge of a like not not that I, that I don't want to have like Dragon is starting a band. I want to have a touring band, but it's gonna be like my it's my fucking word when I say. I want it this way. It should sound like this. You know? Did you did you learn a lot with, with your stay in Michael Monroe's band? Is yeah. that where you 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 were able to get the 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 confidence to, to strike out? Or? Yeah, and also you know I think it's it, um, you know because I I only been playing with with like Backyard Babies uh, and the Helicopters, so it's not that many musicians. But then you know touring with Michael Monroe as I did during this break as well. I've learned so much, like, as a musician, and also able, you know, sometimes some people like it, maybe some people don't, but I learn a lot with playing with other people, you know, ah, oh, you, oh, you hit it like that, you know, and, and, um, which just gives me, you know, I, I miss Michael Monroe as well, it's that, you know, but I guess that I'm just, he's a, he's a, I'm a lucky guy, it's not that, you know, Fuck! This is my well. This is the money's got to roll. You know, this is my work. But you know, I I, I had you know we had great time, made great thing. So I I'm we haven't said it. I mean, if there w would be time for me, I would love to do both, Michael. all three. Michael solo backyard, but it's just that you know. I got a family, and you know, yeah. and, I, and I want to spend more time at home uh, when I can as well. So, yeah. you know, so yeah. I mean, uh, the time <clears throat> that I saw I saw you with Michael <clears throat> with Michael's band was is phenomenal. Yeah, uh, where where was that? In it was uh, in Toronto. Oh, that was in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. The Mod Club. Yes, yes. It was, it was phenomenal. Um, you know, Michael's such a a great front man. And a lot of people don't know this about Michael. Maybe they do in Finland, but mm. he's like total pro. Like, yeah, yeah. No drinking, no, no. drug. Like, no. He's, yeah, yeah. Now, as a solo, a newly anointed solo artist, mm. you were you were saying before we started rolling, you're like, I had to get eight hours sleep, or yeah, know, shit fucks up. Yeah. Like, does Michael adhere to that kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. rules? Yeah, but you know, I don't know. He's a fucking machine, you know. Like he's. People don't realize it, but he, well, he, he, his birthday was yesterday, actually. I think he turned 53 or 54, so. Holy. And you know, when I come to rehearsal, oh, my back is in a pain, you know, he's, he's fucking in, on rehearsals, he's like doing down on fucking splits, and where's Michael, and he's climbing up on the roof, that's it, and yeah. this is doing rehearsals. I watched this guy change shoes seven times during one song at rehearsals one time. <laughs> Really? Yes. Sam is like, 
look, look at this, you know, because he, we were out somewhere, uh, like, and he, 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 we were out shopping, and he bought a lot of shoes, and then during one song, he tried them all, while singing, at the same time, you know, he's like, I, he's my brother from another mother, he's, yeah, yeah. Because I saw him, I saw Hanoi Rocks play in Finland, I think, for Anchor Rock one year, and, uh, he was backstage as the fucking intro music was going. Mm -hmm. Backstage, still trying out jackets. Yeah, yeah. And I was just watching this. I'm like, are you fucking? Are you? I think it was me and JC. Yeah. Are you seeing this shit? Like, yeah. Look him go, and he was just trying on. He had a mirror backstage. Yeah. While the intro music. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I mean, in the beginning, first months, I was like, I was, well, fuck, we're gonna make, you know, come on, like, you know. And Sammy Jefferson, said, no worry, he'll make it. It's been like this for 35 years, you know. <laughs> and he's never been late. He always makes it on time. Really? But yeah, yeah. I remember when I sang, uh, you you guys brought us up uh, to sing uh, Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 2003. Yes. In yeah. Finland. Yeah. So it was me, Nina Persson, and then uh, Michael Monroe. Yeah, yeah. And so we're back, we're on side stage, you guys are about to start the song. And then Michael goes, I just meet this guy. I've known him since I was a teenager. Yeah. And then I'm meeting him right now where I'm going to sing with him. Yeah. And uh, and he goes, uh, all right, you're, you're singing with, with me? I go, yeah, man. Hey, great yeah. to meet you. He goes, cool. I'm taking center. <laughs> okay. There's no discussion about this. That's fine. I'm not going to yeah. argue. Yeah, and right, yeah. Me and Nina, we like we, we sang our line, then we stayed. for the, yeah. He sings his line right off the top, and he goes, see you later. What the fuck was yeah. this, man? Yeah. So yeah. do I leave or do I stay, man? Yeah. yeah. So he was on. I mean, yeah. uh, he is on fire without any aids. Yeah. yeah. Like, he doesn't yeah. need any help. No. The guy's on fire. Yeah. Does he work out or what? Does he? Yeah, he, he, like, he does. But, but you know, it's it's also you know, like a, it's it's actually like a gen like genuine fucking passion for rock and roll music. He's not, I mean, he is like on a bus here, it's like music, 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 like, listen to music, like, he knows everything. He's like, it's like an elf, he never forgets anything either, like, he knows everything. Like, Did you say he's like an elf? Elephant. Oh, an elephant. elephant. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like an elf. Well, I don't know, maybe. He just like fucking, I remember yeah. we shared this, uh, we shared this small little plane ride to some festival somewhere, not in Finland, somewhere. Years ago, with yeah. Hanor Rocks, yeah. and someone was in the washroom mm -hmm. using the toilet, and yeah. Michael had to go, and he was just—he stood up, and he's just—he ah. doesn't stop moving. Yeah, 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 the yeah. guy doesn't stop moving. I—I no, no. I thought he was on something. Yeah, yeah. and then no. I heard like he's completely clean. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. I—I've I, never seen Michael walk in my entire life. Like yeah. never walk. Walk. He doesn't. He's, he runs everywhere. And I we played doesn't with him matter. once in Spain. He had a broken foot. Yeah. Dude was climbing the scaffolding. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. I can't even go center stage without. Yeah. Oh, this is too far. <laughs> this is too far. Yeah. No, but as I say, I mean, so this, uh, you know, and I, I have been doing some uh, because like the, the band was, you know. Great with Carl Rockfist and drums and Steve Conte and oh, Sami Yaffa yeah. and then you know the, and riding together and 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 was you know it, it was a good band like creative band together and and sounded good and so so um, I thought you guys loved like really loved playing with each other too. yeah yeah so a couple of months ago it was actually because now Rich Jones from Toronto 
Oh, I think Black Halos. He was in Black Halos, so yeah, from yeah. Vancouver, I think. Oh, maybe it's Vancouver. I think he lived in Toronto for a while. I'm sure, though. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and he was also in uh, Amen, I think. Yes. Yeah. Sweetheart, great guy. So he's now took over my place in right. the band. Right. And they just recorded in Stockholm, Sweden, the new album, uh, produced by Ships Keyspear from Sator, oh. same guy that did right. some Helicopters albums. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I really want to. Um, I'm curious about that. But but then Steve Conta had to go on. I think it was on vacation or something. And then we got two gigs in Russia, and it was like fast, fast, fast. We need, need to say you know yes or no to these gigs within like a day or two. Uh, and then you know Steve called me up and said, Hey, can you do these two gigs? So so then I went over now with Michael Rose. It was it was me and Rich Jones on guitar with Sammy Yafan. So we did wow. two shows now in Russia, St. Petersburg and Moscow. When did that happen? Just uh, like a couple of months ago. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, so you know, when I find time, I would love to write with those guys again, and you know, was of course I would love to do tour too. But, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a coveted slot because yeah. you were taking over from Ginger. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a real heavy lineage now in that <laughs> slot. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some big shoes to fill. Yeah. So uh, how was Rich? Great. Yeah. Fucking great. Yeah. More of a, like more of a, I think he's going to fit the band really well because he's more of a like, like punk rocker in a way than Yeah. maybe I got some of the like, I don't know, blues into right. the punk rock in a way, you know? The Black Halos were kind of like that. Like, yeah. very punk rock. Yeah. Uh, more of the rock and roll side of how punk rock. Yeah, and I think the Rich is, you know, technically a better riffy guitar player than me. Like more of a shredder than me. A more of a shredder, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're more rock and roll. Yeah. So. And that's a that's another thing that's you know, people got to understand. There's two schools. Yeah. And and the the other one they balance each other. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, there's only so much shredding. We all can take. Before we all <laughs> yeah. fuck. But also, you know, you gotta give like Steve Conte. I've never played with a guitarist that. I mean, he's fucking out of his. He's he's really really good. And he did a stint with the the new revised New York Dolls. Yeah, him him actually both him and uh, Sammy Alpha and Sammy oh, Alpha. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. So he was. That's how Sammy and Steve Conte met. They started in New York Dolls when they did the reunion together. Yeah. So it was Sammy and uh, Steve uh, Conte and then Sylvain and David Johansson, of course. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. But then when, I don't know what happened, and then, you know, the, then they went over to Michael Monroe's band when he was getting, like, because Michael, you know, he was kind of like, he, he's, he, of course, he did solo albums straight after Hannah Rock, but then it was almost at the, I think, the beginning of 2000s, you know, he was he wasn't doing anything for years and years so it, it, so he had like a long break as well oh, with getting kind of actually you know you know i think that he says this in his book and stuff i mean because he hasn't been like clean living his whole life so i think actually oh. he he took himself together and got totally sober and right. clean uh, and uh, for a couple of years and you know went out with a fucking bang with a great Right. Sensory overdrive, and then that which Ginger was part writing and, and recording, and then I was part writing, recording Horns and Halos. Yeah, right. And yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah. Um, because a guy like Michael Monroe, if he's away from the spotlight, what, what, what the fuck is that guy gonna do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cleaners. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. You can't go under the radar. It's no, like, no. Have, you, have you seen the new guy working at the dry cleaners across the street? That's Michael. Have you seen that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people who don't even know Michael Monroe is, they'll be yeah. like, 
Have you look at that guy? Yeah, he can. Yeah, he can work. <laughs> What's that guy, man. Yeah. So that's cool. Well, that's great, man. Like, I mean, <laughs> I'm really happy. I'm. I can't wait to hear the new backyard album. Yeah. Oh, we started. You know, it's it's been pretty fast. You know, like I said, you know, I was touring the whole summer solo. Yeah. And we knew already that we we're going to start like first of September, more or less, with Backyard Babies. So it was fun. You know, Peter hasn't been like, for real, like he hasn't hit one fucking hit on a drum since we did the last show in Osaka, Japan, wow. spring 2010. Like wow. five years. So they were fucking like, from the snare, it just like came up like dust and shit, you know? And you know, it was wobbly for like five minutes, and it was almost like bicycling. So, oh, here we go, you know, <laughs> back on it. Well, I, and then we started to write, and you know, well, uh, it's more or less exactly a year later. I think the album is being mastered right now. So yeah. Right, right. Wow, that's that's really, really interesting. I mean, I remember when we toured together in '09. Yeah. And Peter. I could kind of sense he wanted to spend time at home anyways, yeah, right? Yeah. For a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. And so, did he get it out of his system? Like, yeah, but I, I felt, you know, for me it was kind of like, I don't really know, you know, it was mostly Nicky that wanted to have the break, which I thank him for now, because if we didn't, you know, if we shouldn't have taken that break, I think that, you know, we, we could have done another decent album, I think so, and a, de a pretty okay tour. But then, you know, I think that the, there would be no more Backyard Babies, you know. And it was just, not not just, you know, you know, that we didn't get along. It was just that we were so fucking worn out of touring, doing an album, touring. It was going on for like, I don't know, 12, 15 years, non-stop. And before that, you know, we've, I mean, we've been same four guys since 1989. So I felt on that tour, you know, sometimes, you know, friends came up. To me, after like, wow, what a fucking great gig tonight! And I was like, oh, thank you. Like, and then some nights I was like, well, good to see you. You, you were not, you know, the gig was okay, but not so good tonight. And I was like, okay, well, I, and and I couldn't tell when I walked off stage, was this a good gig? Was it a bad gig? I, I was just like, I was like a fucking machine, just you know. Um, well, I, so, yeah. I mean, I know when when we first started touring with the backyard with you mm -hmm. guys first few nights I figured it out after a while this is just your process but the first couple nights you guys were yelling at each other yeah we still do yelling but. like like if you didn't if because we didn't know you very well the, the, the tour just started we're like is how how long is this tour going to last these guys are going to break up in three days the way you guys were just yelling at each other yeah, and then by the mid of the tour I'm like oh this is yeah we, we, we every have, night we do that. we have done that for, for 27 years yeah after every show if that's that's how we talk about the show. Yeah. Sometimes we're yelling we, yeah. at each other. Just, yeah. You did this, Ryan. You did that, and you did that. Yeah. And uh, I remember I walked in, and I think it was the uh, second show was in Zurich, and I walked in. Hey guys, great! And then you guys didn't even see me. You were just yelling at each other. <laughs> Holy shit! Get yeah. And I, I think by the yeah. end of the tour, I'd just be like, Yeah. Take a chair. Yeah. Wait till you guys calm down. But you know, go. it's like I said, you know, 27 years same four guys there's never been a single like you know uh, like a single fist or uh, like never we we never i mean we've been yelling a lot but never any like uh, uh, so i don't know you know it, it's our way but i think that you know sometimes we do it's pretty professional because i i can 
be angry of Johan of something here at the backstage when he does something, you know? Yeah. And, but then, you know, we can yell, but then we know like 10 minutes before the show, it's like, fuck that, now it's showtime. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, you know, I, I can let that go, you know. But then after the show again, you mother, you know. But and also the same thing when we are writing songs, for example, we're yelling about something that are in the music, you know, and we can, you know, fucking throw things at each other almost like in the rehearsal place. But then after rehearsals, it's all good, you know, because it's it has to do with the music and, and also you know rather that than have four fucking silent guys that are you know what I mean we are arguing because everybody wants this song we're working on to be as fucking best possible you know yeah so it's better than you know so when you were writing with Michael Monroe was it like wow this, nobody's yelling at each other <laughs> kind of yeah were you uh, like oh, this is great or yeah. this is like this is bullshit yeah but you know, well, actually, riding with Backyard Baby is not that much yelling. I think it's it's a lot of adrenaline uh, when right. you know with with Backyard Baby. Right. I think you know, like Backyard Babies is a lot about energy as well, you know. And uh, so, well, you, you you're gonna love the new album. It's 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 got everything that you know Backyard Babies has been about. Uh, you know, ever since it, you you know it's kind of diverse but still back your baby sounding we, we got like punk rockers we got heavy ones we got slow uh, and yeah heavy, yeah yeah, you know. yeah. Um, and pop for the yeah it, it's, I think it's it's way you know songwriting wise it's 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 our best you know and and it was so you know, really smooth too well I guess that we've learned something in, in almost 30 years now when i listen back you know to old demos and stuff this is not so long ago but uh, you know for the stockholm syndrome album we had like we recorded working on like maybe 40 songs you know 30 you know right. and some of those are just like why did we even bother to work with this fucking riff or like this is shit you know but we said we were still oh maybe it's gonna happen you know i mean that stuff nowadays is just you know the the, the songs that are on the album are the ones that we were working on because it's just you gotta kill your darlings way we do that way quicker now right well you know yeah that, didn't, that doesn't if fly if it doesn't come in five ten minutes yeah. it's never gonna come no exactly and the best songs are the ones you write in like 20 minutes yeah like from beginning to end yeah those are always the best ones yeah. i always feel yeah so yeah 28th of uh, august four by four it's cool uh, four by four it's kind of like you know this band is very much we of course we we, we can do it without peter or without johan but it, it's just be, becoming like you know four by four as in four wheel drive you can say that, that you know like every wheel is like you know is pulling the fucking thing yeah. but also you can think of it that you know if one wheel falls off the other three is still going to move the vehicle you know so it's kind of like yeah how what was the reception of your solo album from the other guys good yeah. it was uh <laughs> but you know it's kind of like it's like back up we, we don't really we, we don't really talk about stuff right you know we just take our fist put it in our pocket and just keep <laughs> keep on going you know <laughs> so did they come out and see your tour yeah they did uh so uh, um not really <laughs> no, you know, Nicky came to Stockholm. Yeah, I think that you know Peter was the guy that just wanted to. He was just like waiting around. Come on, when are we gonna? When's the bus going? You know. Right. He wanted to. Right. Uh, and Joe wanted to. Joe wanted. You know. 
it's just gonna it's just floating around right. yeah That's so, so when, when are you gonna you know you want are you ready for this like you can call me anytime man <laughs> if, if this would have taken 27 years I could have just called you on rehearsals tomorrow all right I'll be there fucking haven't talked to him haven't seen him in 25 years yeah yeah hey he's gonna be there <laughs> that's great man. yeah that's cool I know yeah. you guys are like uh, you know I know I know the whole I know the whole thing about dudes being dudes yeah and not getting emo about shit I'm kind of like that myself yeah but I also recognize the fact that the backyard babies are the four guys that are in the band yeah and that's it yeah um you know any kind of substitute there's 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 a there's a window where a band can substitute players and it's okay it's okay but when you go on for as long as you guys have there's just it can't be done anymore no it's just that you know why it has to be those four yeah i think so too you know and 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 it's it's a it's almost like it's a you know, I don't, I don't, I'm the only child as well. I don't have any brothers or, you know, sisters. So for me, it's kind of like, it's, I treat them as, it's almost like family, you right. know? Yeah, I was going to say. So it. it's not that they are my best friend. Of course, they, they are, but I mean, it's not that I'm going to, when we, I come home on Monday, I ain't going to call Peter and ask him home for a coffee, you know? Yeah. But, you know, sometimes we hang out when it's been taken a while, but it's, it's just, it's more like, yeah, like family, actually. Yeah. Which, you know, I love these guys. I mean, these guys are the only ones, If I mean, if Nicky actually, you know, I can, I can, you know, be so fucking angry of that guy, you know how he is, but I mean, you know, you know, if he fucking robs the bank here and the police, if he does something stupid, I'm always going to have his back, even if he's, if he's wrong. Right. I'm gonna fucking take his back, you know. Yeah. Because he's my brother. Right. You know. But he doesn't always, you know. I you don't want to. You don't want to call him on Wednesday. No. <laughs> exactly. I fucking want to do that either. Yeah. Man. So. Well, Dragon, thanks for coming down to the bus. Thank you so much, and thank you, Dago, for an uh, excellent show. Fucking. I want. You're uh, gonna kick ass tonight. I will be there. In about two hours. Fuck. Yeah. Okay, I'll let you do your. Th- pre-show thing and I will I'm gonna go hang out with Nicky Borg now